Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Look out! Right through! A pick by Steve Gleason! It is scooped and scored by Curtis DeLoach! Touchdown, New Orleans! And it's Tracy Porter taking it all the way! Touchdown, New Orleans! Three, wide open! Wide open! And Smith! What a way to do it! Kamara in a tailback. He's got five rushing touchdowns. And... This is the Who Dat Discussion, your one-stop shop for all things New Orleans Saints news, opinions, and reactions. Hello and welcome in to the Who Dat Discussion. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Galata, and the roller coaster 12 months continues for the Saints as new news coming out of New Orleans today that Champagne is stepping down as New Orleans Saints head coach and bittersweet moment if you're a Saints fan because obviously and just you know you're caught off guard too because Sean Payton just such a amazing coach such you know a synonymous word with this franchise at this point over the last 15 years that losing him is just so so tough but you know on the other side you look at the memories that he brought this franchise and the fans of this franchise this fan base here in the Houdat Nation, and you just see that, you know, if this is what's going to make him happy, if you're a Saints fan, you know, you, you definitely got to wish him the best, and that's what I'm going to do here, because he helped this team so, so much, and, you know, it's, you can't even put it into words, and his impact on this franchise, and that goes, you know, into a greater, you know, depth of the city, um, you know, and, and the whole Bayou region, like, what Sean Payton has done, uh, you know, it, it just cannot be, you know, sometimes, like, especially for this franchise, it cannot be really put into words because where they were before Champagne, where they are after, it's just completely, you know, your mind's blown because the Saints were like the Jets before or, you know, some other just, you know, Lions or where you can go back to all the, you know, franchise Texans right now of all the franchises that just, you know, <laughs> did not have a lot of success. And 15 years later, the Saints, you know, really one of the model franchises here in the NFL, and a lot of that has to do with Sean Payton, Drew Brees, Mickey Loomis, down the line that you can go uh, to who helped this Saints team and franchise make it to really what it is uh, today. And before I talk about the implications about what this means for this Saints team, I want to start off and give Sean Payton his due, because what he did for this team is just so, so huge. And when you look back on it and you see all the great memories he gave Saints fans, it just cannot be underestimated and you know you, you got to give coverage to that too and that's why I want to start off with that and you go all the way back to 06 when this team you know 10 win team they come out of nowhere he wins coach of the year this Stains team goes from 3 and 13 to 10 and 6 go all the way to the NFC championship then obviously the Super Bowl year after a few down years and then you just look at all of the success that he had as the Saints coach I mean he gets over 500, an over 500 record, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times. Like, that cannot be just like what he was able to do for the Saints. And the Saints haven't had that level of success before him, not even close. 
he just completely revolutionized the New Orleans Saints franchise. And, you know, you just, you got to put that, you got to say it over and over again because it's just, you know, insane. And when you look before and how many, you know, 10-win seasons the Saints had, they didn't have that much. Saints with Peyton had eight, 10 or more win seasons before that. You know, one, two, three, four, five. You know, five 10-win seasons. Like, you know, that's just insane to think about how Sean Payton, you know, was able to almost double up, you know, what the Saints did before in their past, you know, around 30 years of history, uh, 35 years of history, compared to what, uh, you know, Sean Payton was able to do with this team. And, again, it's it's just crazy to think about what he did, and especially this year, what he did with this team, how he was able to, to transition out of the Drew Brees era. I think that's insane to think about as well. And it's just something that Sean Payton will be greatly missed here with the Saints. And you just see it throughout all the players are saying, thank you, Sean Payton. Uh, whether it be Justin Hardy, guys not even on the team, to Will Lutz, uh, to Al, you know, all, all, all these guys um, are really saying you can go one by one, Sean Carter Johnson. Like everyone was surprised, but, you know, I, I think everyone really respects the hell out of Sean Payton. And, you know, this podcast would not be, you know, a thing without Sean Payton. I wouldn't be a Saints fan without Sean Payton and that great offense. And, you know, there's just new news that came out just from Jeff Duncan right now. He said Sean Payton informed his staff that he's stepping down in a half hour meeting this afternoon. He told them he has nothing in the works. He just needed to step away. We'll know more at the press conference scheduled in 15 minutes. So there will be a press conference and we'll talk about all that in a future episode. I just want this kind of to be a, you know, a breaking news type uh, podcast that's going out here. And, you know, it's something that it was just you know, really tough, tough to think about uh, Sean Payton not being the head coach of the Saints because when Breeze retired, he was like, oh, you at least you have Sean Payton running the show and everything should be fine because you have Sean there. Now you have neither of them there. Do have Mickey Loomis still, but going forward, it's just really, really tough to envision the Saints without Sean Payton. And when you look at what he's been able to do as a coach, it's really, really um, insane, you know, especially over the last few years where this, he, you know, as head coach, a lot of head coaches, they can't change their strikes. They can't go from an offensive team to a defensive team like Sean Payton did. Can't go from a pass first team, throwing it a ton of times, you know, up and down the field to more of a run based team, possession based offense like he did in the end of Drew Brees' career. That just doesn't happen. He was, you know, a, a lot of people after that 2016 year, everyone's like, blow it all up, get rid of Brees, get rid of Payton. And then he came back with 17, 18, 19, 20, and even last year with some positive outputs. Like, that's just so, so impressive to be able to, uh, you know, uniquely change like that and shift your point of view. And he was able to do that. And, you know, you got to give him a ton of credit. You got to give the, the uh, coaching staff that he built a ton of credit, whether it be Dennis Allen, um, you know, and it goes on from there. On the defensive side of the ball, Ryan Nielsen, offensive side of the ball, Pete Carmichael. It'll be interesting to see what Pete Carmichael does. Maybe he'll retire with him. <laughs> uh, it'll be very interesting to see what uh, Coach Carmichael does, but... Again, very, very tough for the Saints, and it's just a huge, you know, gaping hole of uncertainty for these New Orleans Saints coming up in next year in 2022. I mean, with Sean Payton, you felt like this team was easily going to be a playoff team. At least I did. feel like they were going to move back in the right direction, probably be either a wildcard team or flirting with a division championship. And now you're looking at the Bucks. Who knows if Brady, if he's contemplating retirements, maybe be like a one-for-one. One. Like, okay, Saints get rid of Payton, but Tampa no longer has Brady. But I don't know if that's going to happen, but... You know, it's just funny to think about how this team, you know, it's completely different now as this team looks for a quarterback, as this team now looks for a new leader. And I would say the most logical choice is to just elevate Dennis Allen into that role. He already won a game as head coach with the Saints this season, beating, 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 9-0 in Tampa Bay. That was obviously a wonderful performance uh, from Dennis Allen. And now he looks like, you know, you would call him the front runner. I mean, another name I think um, Ian Rappaport said to watch out would be Aaron Glenn, who used to be the D.C. over, or he is a D.C. with the Lions. He used to be the Saints uh, defensive backs coach, DB's coach. And Chris Richard's also looking at D.C. opportunities somewhere else. So maybe if the Saints elevated Allen, maybe Richard steps in as the, uh, the D.C. Saints are set up well on the defensive side. I mean, personnel, coaching-wise, it's really the offensive side. Where with Sean Payton, you felt like maybe, you know, he could make, um, you know, some lemonade out of lemons. But now you're just like, you know, who knows? I, I think that the Russell Wilson, you know, maybe call it a pipe dream, whatever it was. I think that ship has sailed. Now I think you were kind of saying, oh, if Sean Payton's there, then Russell Wilson would come with him. Uh, you know, I think the same thing would be really with any, you know, big quarterback, whether it be Aaron Rodgers or, you know, whatever star quarterback it probably won't come anymore, uh, considering Sean Payton won't be there. And you have to find out who would be your quarterback. Because now, I mean, if you're Jameis Winston, are you so sure you want to be a New Orleans Saint? I don't think that's a slam dunk. I don't think he would take a, you know, pay cut to be with the Saints. So I, if I were him, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves. And, you know, that's something that, you know, you just see options start to fall. Because it feels like even if the Saints weren't able to get a star, you felt like Jameis Winston maybe could have came back because of Sean Payton and what he was able to do for his career and stuff. And just, you could see the game planning from Sean Payton helped Jameis Winston. You know, I mean, that's just the bottom line of it. Now, without him, you know, it's just a very, um, you know, questionable situation of Taysom Hill under contract. But I I, I suspect the Saints will bring in another QB uh, to start. That goes to the draft. And... I think that's where, you know, you see now more than ever you should be looking in the draft. Because this team, without Sean Payton, you know, you can put, maybe unless you put it a star here, uh, you know, I don't think that 20 QB really does it. That, you know, 20 to 32 range, 15 to 30 range QB gets the Saints over the hump anymore without Sean Payton. I think that the quarterbacks that, you know, may have, like, oh, they can be better in a Sean Payton system. Well, that Sean Payton system may not be there, at least to the same extent. It definitely won't be the same extent. Maybe... Um, you know, you could still have and execute that type of system, but that's going to, I think, really hurt this offense. And, you know, you feel like, you know, if, if you're Jameis Winston, oh, like at least we can, uh, you know, I could come back here, have some success like I did last year. That's could be off the table. Like the Saints may not run the same, same offense with Jameis Winston. Maybe Jameis Winston would go back to that level where he was at Tampa Bay. Like the, the coaching that elevated him for sure is just not going to be there anymore. So that's tough as well. That's why I want to look at the drive because, you know, if you feel like Kenny Pickett's your guy, and I, you know, I haven't watched a ton of film on him, and I want to do that now. I mean, I think picking a quarterback, you know, would not be a bad option for the Saints because even if Jameis Winston, uh, you know, returns, I mean, and and these quarterbacks aren't right, it would probably be a short term deal with Winston. Then you're delaying, I think, until next year because I think this team realistically um, needs a, a guy out of the draft and a young QB, and that's kind of I think where you're going to get your next franchise guy. It's just so difficult to get two back-to-back, you know, huge fran- franchise quarterbacks out of free agency. He's did it with uh, Drew Brees, but doing it twice in a row with Winston. And I-, I think we saw Winston in those five, six games. I think it was six, six seven games. We saw kind of, you know, look, he's a solid QB. He played solid, but we didn't see that star, you know, and maybe he has that potential. Maybe it was the injury hindered it, but that's just kind of the facts of what it was. Now, without Sean Payton, can he bring back that potential? And I don't know. And that's something that, that brings in either another question into the James Winston, you know, kind of equation. So, and he may not even want to come. I wouldn't be surprised if he went to another team because of the coaching with the Saints is just not going to be to the same level. So I wouldn't be surprised if Winston uh, would end up leaving there. And, 
you know, even if it was uh, like, you know, like Winston, maybe he would have took a pay cut, go back to Saints to Champagne. I don't think he'd do that anymore. So that's just another thing I think to to keep in mind there. Uh, again, I feel like when you look at the Saints, I think Dennis Allen would be your number one candidate and you just elevate either it be Ryan Nielsen or Chris Richard. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, to be your defensive coordinator. I think that would make the most sense. I think they should definitely look outside the organization, though. And, you know, whoever that may be, obviously the big candidates are going to be Brian Flores. They're going to be Eric Bieniemy. They're going to be, you know, those type of types of candidates. It looks like Jim Caldwell uh, is rumored to be, uh, you know, in linked with the Bears. Uh, but you, you get what I'm saying. Or maybe they want to go offense. Maybe like a guy like Bieniemy is a guy that you really want to um, pick up and go back to that offensive well and keep Dennis Allen where he is. That would be an option too, and you know maybe you feel a little more confident of, of a guy that's. I mean, look, we also we all saw what uh, KC did in that game. You know, if you can get a piece of that pie, that's something. If you're the Saints, you wouldn't be too mad about getting Eric Bieniemy as your next head coach and play caller. But again, I I think it's just something that right now it's a gaping hole of uncertainty. You can speculate about it all you want, and that's why I think this is going to just be a huge talking time for the Saints because who knows what this future is going to hold. I, I would say, just considering the situation, I bet they go conservative and just go Allen and just, um, you know, be able to then have, you know, whether it be Nielsen or a guy like Chris Richard get elevated to a defensive coordinator position. That's what I would say um, is probably, you know, most likely to happen. But who knows? Like, who really knows? And then once you have your quarterback, then, or at least once you have your coach, then you could look at your quarterbacks and be like, where are we going from here? Because maybe if you got a guy like Eric Bieniemy, more guys will be okay with, uh, you know, maybe like maybe James Winston still trusts the Saints, maybe still take the pay cut. Maybe you can, you know, Russell Wilson or something like that would be opened up. But I don't know if that would, what ha- that would happen. Like, I don't think anybody knows. I think drafting QB, look, that's the safest way to do it. It's hard to do. It's hard to get a QB. It's hard to, you know, acquire that QB in the draft. You know, you a team like the Jets, they've struggled for it basically my whole lifetime is getting that QB. The Dolphins, another team that's just struggled you know, forever to get their franchise quarterback. So it's not going to be easy, but you have to start looking at that at that area and you have to pinpoint your guys. And if there are no guys in this draft, that's fine. You can go back to the veteran route, get a quarterback. But then, you know, you got to, to me, seriously look at the draft as a, as a quarterback option. And you don't know if you'll be drafting as high as you will be this year or next year than you will be in years future. So, again, I think that's kind of, if I'm the Saints, that's kind of what I try to do. And then you take it from there. I think this team is question marks on the offensive side of the ball throughout. Your defense, just go about retaining that. I don't think that side changes. I don't think my opinion on the Saints defense changes from this, you know, this move with Sean Payton. I think they'll be there. I think they're going to be that top five defense. I think that's going to propel the Saints to probably be an average team at the least with with next year, whoever the head coach is, because the Saints won games this year without Sean Payton as the coach. So I, I think that's kind of where this team is. I don't know if they're going to, you know, it's, I mean, we're going to have to see where this team is in September, see if I think that they'll be a playoff team or, or whatever. Right now, I would say it's a big question mark. But I think this defense just gives them seven wins, six wins, just because of their level, and that's not going away. 
And yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, the Saints are just going to cut everybody because they're in, they're in cap hell again. They're not, in, you know, they were less than last year and they ended up fine. I don't think your, your, you know, your opinions on the cap, your opinions on this defense, your opinions on retaining veterans isn't going to change after this move, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Offensive side of the ball, that's a completely different story. Tyron Armstead, I would be surprised if he was back with the Saints because now he's like, oh, Sean Payton's not there. Who knows, you know, who's going to have this offense going to look? Maybe I should go to a team like Cincinnati who's going to throw a ton of money at me or whatever it may be. And that's something that, you know, this offense is going to look very different next year. I think the defense probably looks the same. And this offense, you know, I I, I think without Sean Payton, this offense would have looked a lot worse, to be honest. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, it can't get worse than what it was with Taysom Hill. Oh, yes, it can. It definitely can get worse. So that's something that I think the Saints have to pinpoint on is putting basically all their resources besides, like, Marcus Williams, because he should get signed. Besides, like, Marcus Williams, everything should go to the offensive side of the ball. And, like, you can fill in, you know, whether it be a, you know, maybe like a guy like Quan you bring back too. But for the most part, you have the personnel on that side. This offense just has to be completely rewritten to, to the point where, you know, you at least you had your offensive coach who was just a mastermind. You felt good that this offense was going to get better. Now, I mean, who knows? Who really knows? So it's going to be interesting to see what the Saints do. But if I had to put my money on it, I'd go uh, Dennis Allen gets elevated to head coach and Ryan Nielsen gets to elevated defensive coordinator. Offense court, you're probably going to do offense coordinator. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see who they bring in there. But that's going to be a very interesting conversation coming up. We'll have a, you know, like kind of just a normal podcast in a few days, just detailing all of the breakdowns that's happened after the press conference that's happening, you know, in a few minutes here before, um, you know, uh, I'm recording now. It's, it's a few minutes before that press conference here uh, for the Saints. So we'll have coverage on that. We'll have coverage on who the next. Saints head coach is going to be. We're going to have coverage on the quarterback comp- the co- controversy and competitions. That's probably going to happen with this team. And we'll take it from there one step at a time with this team. But uh, again, definitely a day that you got to say thank you, Sean Payton. Because what he did to the Saints franchise just, you know, it can't be underestimated. Just a master head coach, legendary head coach, a Super Bowl winning head coach, revived a franchise level head coach. You don't see those very often. And you can go back. You know, in even NFL history, you can go back to the best head coaching hires. Sean Payton's going to be up there because this this franchise was just on such a down to have Breeze and Payton revive it. You know, the way they did Super Bowl championship, playoffs year after year, Super Bowl aspirations year after year. It's so, so impressive. And you got to respect the fact that he wants to step away and just kind of take, you know, this year off. And look, I completely understand. And we'll see where we are next year with Sean Payton. I don't know if he comes back with the Saints. I mean, I highly doubt that he, at this point he'd be coaching the Saints any uh, any of the rest of his career, but maybe he goes somewhere else. That would really sting. Like, there's one thing if he leaves and steps down, retires, becomes an analyst, loves it. Like, you got to just be happy for the guy. But if he came back and ended up being, like, the Bucks head coach or something or whatever it may be, Cowboys head coach, it would definitely sting. But that's, I think, a conversation here for another day. But with all that said, if you like what we're doing here at the Houdat Discussion, you should definitely follow us on all of our social media accounts, whether that be Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. Definitely follow us. And then also on YouTube, subscribe, do all that fun stuff as well. Again, it's just, you know, it's a bittersweet day. You're happy for Sean Payton that, you know, he's doing what he wants and is able to have that freedom and being able to just look back on all the great memories that he gave to the Saints, whether it be hitting the Sean Payton in there. Uh, that was obviously an awesome moment back 2017-2018, the Super Bowl, obviously, the, re- the the revival of the franchise in 06. 
you can go back, you know, to a lot of moments. The amazing 2011, uh, you know, offense that was just insane. It probably should have won the Super Bowl, to be quite honest with you. Uh, you know, I think that may be one of the best teams to not win a Super Bowl. They don't even get to the championship game, which is uh, very, very interesting to look back on. And that team, uh, you know, you felt like that team could have been a Super Bowl champion uh, for sure. But just so many great memories. And, you know, it's something that I'll cherish. And I said in a, in a uh, you know, a tweet earlier is like, that's my childhood Saints. You know, that was kind of the last of it. Now it's this new era. It's a complete new era Saints then, you know, when I first started watching whether it be when it was Sean Payton, Marcus Colson, Drew Brees and all those fun players and the defense with uh Tracy Porter and Scott Fujita and Jonathan Vilma and uh Will Smith, rest in peace. Uh but you know across Charles Grant, all those guys, you know, just such great players. Uh it's, you know, you know, it's it, it's it's really an end of an era and now now we'll see how the Saints pick up the pieces and move forward, but I think with all that said, I want to say thank you guys for listening and who dat?